this is Sam Whitworth from Sci-Fi's Being Human, and you're listening to the TV Times 3 Podcast. We sit glued to the TV set all night, and every night, why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of... Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 164. On this episode, we have a few news items, and we'll be discussing recent episodes of Bunheads, Deception, Justified, Banshee, Shameless, Continuum, and Being Human. When you read them all in line, it's like, wow, that's a lot of stuff we're talking about. Plus, a reality check and DVD picks. You can find the full show notes with time codes for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash one slash one six four. You can tell I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> Uh, since <laughs> last, you haven't done one since last year. It's been years, guys. Um, I'm Amory from MyTakeOnTV.com. I'm Jason the TV Holic from TVHolic.com, and this week we have joining us. I'm Kyle from NoReruns.net. News, which Kyle was nice enough to provide us because I didn't read anything about the news this week. All of those tweets about TCA, and I didn't write anything down. Netflix will premiere the new Arrested Development episodes in May. It's very exciting. I'm excited about that because it's my favorite show, one of my favorite comedies of all time. And uh, I hope it's as good as it could be. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just surprised that they're dumping them all at the same time. You would think that they'd want to make some money from people. Because I could just join up for a free month trial, watch them all, and then quit. (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. Good thinking. That's what I'm going to do. There's... There's your first tip for the, for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the rest of development. And then we have um, Comedy Central has renewed Workaholics through season five. It's in season three right now, right? Yeah, season four starts, I think, tomorrow as of this recording. So Workaholics will be back for season five as well. Um, not a bad show. I enjoy Durs very much. He's one of my favorite people. Um, so I'm happy that his show is doing well. I just liked last year when they had a whole episode about uh, going to the premiere of the G.I. Joe movie, which never actually came out and got delayed a year. But they still aired it. (laughs) (laughs) It added to the humor. Excellent. Um, Also, in the news, Fox has renewed Bones for a ninth season. People are saying that it's likely the last, which I don't mind. Yeah, I don't know. I saw they did their, uh, their 200th episode recently or whatever. And, yeah. and they said... Was that the 150th? Or whatever yeah, it was, 150th. the 150th. Yeah, it was 150th episode, and they said that the the human body has so many bones in it, and and we've got 150 or something like that, and uh, it just seemed like they should do... They need to do, like, a, a, a couple more seasons or something like that so they could... Their their series finale would be at the exact number of bones in the human body. That's how many 206? They would need to do 56 <laughs> more episodes. That's how many more episodes? That's only a little over a couple seasons. That's true. They could go to season 10. Because season 10 is when people usually, you know, get their 200th episode. So that would be perfect. Well, I mean, by the end of this season, they'll be at 100 and what? Uh, like 165. Yeah, something like that. So, you know, really, they only need like a couple more seasons of. So we're starting. Apparently, we're starting a new. Uh, we're starting a new. What's it called? Um, campaign. That's right. Get bones to two hundred and six episodes. That's right. Uh, moving on, Sci-Fi has announced the premiere date for Defiance for Monday, April fifteenth, and Showtime has set the premiere date of Dexter, 
season eight for summer of 2013, so we don't have to wait until September. We do have to wait until September for Homeland, and I want to say Masters of Sex, and then Dexter and Ray Donovan will premiere in the summer. Yeah, I think, Which is good. I think, are they doing that, uh, is this going to be the, like the last season of Dexter? Probably. It's supposed to be, but now they're saying, oh, not necessarily. So who knows what they're going to try to pull. They might it pull seemed a, like a good I idea. Know. Like You have Homeland, which is a pretty hot show, so why not debut a new show with that, you know, and then something else with Dexter instead of teaming those up again for Dexter's final season? It seemed like a good idea. Uh, but if it ends up not being the final season, then I guess it's still a good idea because you're you're premiering other new things with stuff that you have, uh, you know, already set. Yeah, I think their idea is to launch launch the new shows with with their with their the old shows, shows with their established shows. So. I think that I think that makes sense, and everybody can look forward to you know uh, turning in your taxes and then watching Defiance. Yes, a lot of stuff. And uh, Kyle and I are looking forward to that because then we can use our photos and everything for the set visit. I've already posted them, but I'll post them again. No, but I mean, uh, any, any of the stuff that they, they'll, they'll send us videos of the, of the different segments and stuff like that. Any of the stuff that we didn't record, we'll get other stuff from, uh, NMS to be able to use and stuff like that at the time from the set visit. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually looking forward to that show actually showing up. I know. I'm looking forward to the show, too. Because, I mean, I, I think to, it'll be interesting. They've been promoting it since, like, last year, like yes. the beginning of last year, so. Yes, and Warehouse, they have. Warehouse 13 should probably start up around the same time. I think probably the week afterwards. After yeah. The- yeah, because they're not going to leave it uh, on the night by itself since they, uh, they, they like sticking everything on, on Mondays. Starting, we'll talk a little bit about that later. But starting tonight with continuum being yes. human and lost girl starting back up. Now Monday nights are even more ridiculous. With <laughs> I redid my DVR, like programming what channel where I'm going to watch what what I'm going to watch. I have so many things that I actually have written in the in the line re- rerun later. Like there oh, are so many things that. on like yeah. Wednesday nights that th- at least three of them I have to watch the later version. Oh my god! Yeah, you anyway. got you to record you well to into the morning. <laughs> you need to get a four tuner uh, TiVo like I have, and then I, I mean I have two DVRs that have two ne- two channels on. I can record two on each, and I still need to watch three later. <laughs> I just always put the uh, cable shows at the end of my list because those always exactly. have the, the reruns. So they're always done like they're not the higher priority. I do the same yep. exact thing. Which explains why I have Body of Proof on one of my important networks and something like White Collar, not so much because White Collar will rerun, rerun like seven times all night. Anyway, prime time. No, <laughs> we have a lot of prime time to talk about and um, we want to be done before prime time starts for me and Kyle tonight. Um, prime time, running together. Talking about Bunheads, season one, episode 11, You Want to See Something, the mid-season premiere. Kyle, why didn't you like it? I was disappointed because it seemed like a whole different show coming back. It was much more about those title uh, uh, bunheads, which was the worst part of the show, I thought, in the first se- in the first half of the season. And it seemed to <laughs> mainly concentrate on them. The whole thing with them just seemed weird. Like, they were like these mini adults all of a sudden. Like, one was running the mother's, like, um, like real estate business. The other one was right. taking 
taken some old guy to uh, to eat at some diner. It just seemed very weird and not really the same show anymore um, when they came back. I mean, I guess they kind of had to establish what they'd been doing all over the um, summer, but I agree, it was a little weird. I will say the second episode is more, like, Michelle-based, which is good. But yeah, I just... I really, really enjoy this show. I, It's got its flaws, sure. And sometimes it's, like, too fast for its own good. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. Well, a lot of times it doesn't make sense. But I still really enjoy it. And I think that Sutton Foster is just incredible. Yeah, I think they did a good job of how they brought her back. You know, of, of getting her back to the, yeah. to the town. You know, it was, like, a long enough that she was away that, uh, you know, anything like that would have died down. And it was a little weird with some of the storylines for the, for the girls, but, but overall, I think it's better that they've, they continue to expand those characters out, that they're not just the dancers that you, they do little teeny bits with or something like that, that they actually sure. all become characters of them of themselves which I think they started to work towards a little bit towards the end of the first half of the season. And I think they, you know, tried to show that maybe a little too much in like the first episode back, but I, but I still, I I just enjoy the show. I think it's, it's mostly like you could watch it with your eyes closed. Like you could just listen to it because it's really, it's all about the sound and the, the dialogue and, and everything is really, uh, is, is really where the show's at for me. It just, fun to listen to you i'd like to see them bring on the micro machines guy as a uh, guest star and see if he can keep up with them it's <laughs> <laughs> a good question uh, um i don't know i just i, I think that it, it has so many kinks it needs to work out but that i'm glad it was given more episodes because it really it deserves the time to to shake out yeah, well, I think they're I think they're doing a, a pretty good job of that uh, overall. I think by the end of this season, they'll have you know, because they're they're still in the beginning. They're figuring out who can do what. I mean, because they they did cast it relatively quickly in when it got you know picked up to series and stuff to, uh, and they had to find people that both had some ability to act and could dance. You know, so, right. and, and so you have some of them working into their, their, you know, more of their acting ability and stuff like that as the series goes on and the writers and stuff, figuring out what they, what works well for them as their characters and stuff like that. And so I think, uh, it'd be interesting to see how this back half of the season plays out. I think they've, you know, they've probably got it a little bit more worked out by now of what, uh, <laughs> Of who you know who can do what and uh, and then uh, but I could just watch uh, you know Sutton Foster and Kelly Bishop <laughs> it was just them right. sitting around talking exactly <laughs> at each other it'd be it'd be awesome um, yeah so that's Bunheads Bunheads next show is Deception season one episode one pilot slash series premiere so Kyle was third time charm <laughs> uh, no so. It's, <laughs> So the first time I watched this was ages ago, and I couldn't. It was, it was called Notorious, different. and it was uh, called Infamous. 
Uh, when I when I watched it first, when it was notorious, it was notoriously bad, and I don't remember. I couldn't remember anything about it. Then I tried to watch it when they posted it online, and I made it halfway through and just gave up. And so I rewatched it before this. I mean, it's still. I, I don't think I'm going to continue watching it. I still think it's just weird. The whole plot that she comes back and all of a sudden she's crying over this dead friend that she hasn't seen in like 20 years. And, and she, it's like, if she was really that good of a friend, she would have seen her sometime in the past 20 years. And then the rest of this family doesn't know anything about her. Like they don't know her, that she's become a cop. You would think if they were really that good of friends, they would have kept in touch and, and known what was going on with her. Yeah. Well, I but in the story though, there's, there was a reason why they they parted ways and and never really spoke and the reason she's kind of crying and stuff like that is she's finding out stuff that the reason the you know the reasons that uh, that happened were not because of what she thought and so you know there's a there's a little bit there the the thing about it is it's another one of those shows that has the feeling of this idea make a good miniseries yeah, yeah. how many like how many seasons can you get out of even if this even if unless the series takes place like over a short period of time like if they do like 13 episodes and and that takes place over like 20 days or something like that then like the next season you know you're not that far into an actual story but if you're talking about weeks and weeks going by and stuff like that how long before everybody becomes a suspect and then is not a suspect and then you know, like, how long does it take to solve this crime? Well, everybody's before... already a suspect. Yeah, but I mean, but stuff will come out that will make one person look a little more guilty in an episode. And then maybe at some point in time, you'll find out that somebody obviously didn't do it and right. and, and stuff like that. But over time, it just seems like how many times can within this family, you not solve the we- you not you not solve the case. And then, you know, and once you solve the case, there's no reason for any of these people to. Because the deception's over, like there's, right. There's nothing. Like someone figured it out, but who could it be? There's no one new here that could be a mole in our in our household. Who could it be? And like then they, <laughs> she goes and moves on to some other crime that they committed and and solves that. Yeah, it just seems uh, it just seems like a short term idea that, unlike revenge, that has that extra little bit that. Uh, you know she's trying to take these people down and it's that's not necessarily uh something that would work you know exactly right she already knows who <laughs> you know for the most part in the beginning who you know who she thought was uh you know but they they're not going to be able to expand this out into some big you know overarching mystery that there's some big group behind <laughs> give it time this family something that that she ended up dead because she knew too much about something and then you got to go investigate this bigger thing and well it seemed like they're starting to get there near the end that there was some bigger mystery going on yeah i know but it's still it's just within the the confines of the way that they set the show up it just seems like a short-term thing i it's it's one of those that i can't say we'll see we uh, see i don't know if i can even make it through i mean i've watched i think the first three episodes but I think I've decided I'm not watching anymore. Yeah, I've I've still only watched the first episode, and it's been so long since I've watched it that uh, like by the I'll probably watch you know tonight's episode 
to see, you know, how it how it progresses and stuff, but it'll have been like eight months since I watched the first episode. If it takes me three tries on every episode, <laughs> I will never get caught up. <laughs> yeah, is, oh my a, god. It's a yeah, this uh, thirteen episodes takes Kyle <laughs> like forty hours to watch. It's like anger management. <laughs> I, I'm watching anger management number of episodes a year just to watch the show. Oh. Oh, deception. Um, so that's deception. That's our that's our glowing review of deception. Moving on to a show I am too far behind on to have watched. Justified, season four, episode one, hole in the wall, season premiere. How about it? I just think that it's interesting that e- each season they're able to come up with a new overarching mi- sort of mystery or something like that that's interesting to sort of tie in, you know, a season's worth of stories where they'll still have the episode of the week, you know, whatever's going on. And then they just have a bunch of interesting characters on this, in this show. And so, it, but it's interesting that they are able to, while they'll bring in other new people and stuff like that, they're still able to create these stories that bring in the previous, mm. uh, you know, characters and stuff like that. And it doesn't feel forced that they would, you know, still run into each other or still have dealings or, but they, you know, they've, they set up an, by the end of the first episode, I think by the end of the first episode, I, I've watched the first three, I think. I've so. only seen the first episode, so I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, stuff happens that uh, at the end of the episode, you're just like, okay, now, okay, if he's going to do that, <laughs> like, what is going on here? How big a deal is this? But, you know, to be able to tie his father back into it, even though they, you know, sent him to prison and and then, you know, the whole other side with, you know, uh, his former girlfriend and all the the stuff they're doing in the in the town that he's from or the area that he was from. Uh, I love that the in the episode when the guy showed up to to uh, I think it was in that one. Was it maybe it's in the first one or the second one? I can't remember when he I think it's in the second episode where the guy shows up to. Because it looks like the boss's job may be op- coming open or something like that, and he's telling him about Raylan that you don't want to have to, you don't want this job. I've got a guy here that's under investigation like all the time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know, just really good. The stuff they set yeah. up in the first few episodes, I'm just like, yep, I'm on board. I like the introduction this this year of the Patton Oswalt character. I think he's like hilarious and funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know how much he's in it moving forward, but I, I he's like a, a fun sidekick now for uh for Raylan to uh to teach and and uh and get him there. The one the one thing I had is like they they introduced um uh, I forget what his character name is, the the kid from Jurassic Park as the as the uh preacher there. Uh uh yeah. he just doesn't he just doesn't seem like he's supposed to be this bad preacher guy that's coming up against um, uh, Boyd there. And like Boyd is such a better speaker than this guy. Like he, he just seems so like he could win over that crowd. All you have to do is go in there and give a sermon and he'd win over all the, this guy's um, followers. I think I, I have a feeling though, that the sister is really the uh, brains of the operation. Of whatever they're whatever it is that they're actually doing uh yeah and that that and that the brother there is sort of the face of their traveling uh what are you you know traveling revival uh preacher uh thing that they've got going on 
But still, it's just, you know, a couple of new interesting characters. And then, yeah, Patton Oswalt, he's become great as <laughs> in guest starring in all kinds of stuff. Yes, wasn't he? Um, isn't he the guy he's on uh, Portlandia, or he was on this most recent week of Portlandia, where he was the guy who did a really good job at Evite RSVPs? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, he's on like Two and a Half Men right now, and he's you know he's on this. He's but he, he keeps popping up in all kinds of stuff that you keep seeing him and and playing. You know, sometimes a little more serious than uh, uh, than other things, and uh, just. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Just really, really solid at uh, at uh, what he was on. Uh, wasn't he on the the uh, that that show, the Lives of Tara or whatever? Yeah, the, United, United States, States of Tara. Of Tara. He was like a real. He was actually because you expect him to be on the show and be like a funny guy because he's a funny guy, but he was really emo. He was like one of the emotional guys, like one of the drama guys in that show. Yeah, just really good popping up in all these different. Uh, uh, all these different shows, but yeah, if, if you're a Justified fan, you know it's good stuff. Good stuff starting out this new season. Excellent. All right, Banshee, season one, episode one, pilot. I watched it, and it was I like I liked it, but it also felt long. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was kind of weird in that uh, while they had never met in person, and he was having somebody. Go back, you know, a hacker guy go back and backfill pictures and IDs and stuff like that. The idea that they had never seen a picture of him before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when they were hiring him on the internet and do a search on the like, on their own or something. Like they, they hired him. It wasn't. I was like, okay, they haven't met. That's fine. But you're telling me that in the hiring process that he never saw a picture of him. He he hired him sight unseen completely, like has no idea. That just seemed completely bizarre. Uh, maybe it's viable because the, the mayor was so young. <laughs> like it was like, he's an idiot or something. I don't know. <laughs> but that was, that was just like the whole premise hangs on the idea that he'd never seen a picture of, of him at all in the hiring process of bringing in this out of town, uh, you know, sheriff to, uh, you know, that just, uh, like, I don't know. I know that while the Amish live nearby, they weren't living <laughs> by those rules. So like there wasn't a Skype call, you know, in the right. interview process. <laughs> Any, yeah. Someone would have like, interviewed him, I guess. This, well, maybe just over the phone, but still. Yeah. And it, like maybe going forward, it could be interesting. I don't know, but Things bother me when they hinge on a premise that I can't buy in the beginning. Like, even if right. it turns out to be good, it always just seems like, but this would never happen. <laughs> There's See, no way. To me, I, that that didn't bother me at all. I, I just liked the <laughs> the episode. I really liked um, the character of that, that hairdresser slash hacker guy uh who like his whole thing where where he knew they were coming so he blew up his place and he blew up his place that was awesome and then um and then we just got a glimpse of it but the other people at the at the precinct seemed like it was going to be a pretty fun group there it'll be interesting to see how that moves forward one thing that i read was um i think it was uh, daniel the tv addict had forwarded out some article it was um 
it was uh, that they actually filmed this, like they filmed the pilot fifth in order to make it so like you don't get that feeling these people don't know each other, like that like people had a chance to learn their characters so they could go in with like a really strong pilot rather than than start off with the with the first episode. Huh. So I thought that was interesting. I could have done without the uh, the Skinamax stuff that's obviously in there to uh, <laughs> to like <laughs> completely unnecessary just for the sake of right right of yeah justifying was... being on Cinemax. But <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden there's just a yeah all of a sudden there's just a sex scene out of nowhere. Like you did, there's <laughs> it just literally cuts from one scene that's. Not about any, not about two people about to get romantic or anything. To two people in bed together, <laughs> you know? yeah. Uh, yep. uh, you know, and uh, completely unclothed, like you know, no blankets, nothing. You know, it's just, and you're just like, wait, what, what? And then it's, and then they try and tie it into like, she's thinking about flashbacks to when she was. <laughs> Right, of course. The other guy. Right. So you got of course. you've got a you've got sex scene flashbacks within a sex scene. It's <laughs> this is uh this is quite something that you're just like really a, a completely unneeded like it doesn't, you know, tie into anything really. No, it never does. It never does. Um, but I, I like the show. Otherwise, I thought Ivana Milosevich was really good. I usually don't like her in things, um, but I liked her in this. And I just I think that they have a lot of story to explore. Yeah, it, it may be interesting. Like maybe three or four episodes if I continue to watch, and then I can forget about how it all started. Like <laughs> just, <laughs> then, right. Then maybe it just. But it it just seems uh, like that's just one uh, one thing too too much. So that was Banshee, season one, episode one. Shameless, season one, episode three, El Gran Canon series premiere. If the show, if Frank was gone, I would love this show. But Frank is my least favorite character. And yeah, as the season goes on, I'm not going to spoil anything. He does something so despicable that like it breaks my heart even thinking about it. But anyway. Yeah, I'm... You guys can talk away. I I've I stopped watching the show in season one. Okay. Well, it's it's definitely it continues to be completely different than at least what I've seen of the of the UK show, which is good because they're not doing like these exact copies, which was annoying in, right. the, in the first season. But I mean, this this episode opened up with basically I think Frank's been missing for like 180 days, and yeah. Deb is still each morning running up to the house. Is Frank home? It's like give me a break. There's no way she would be that chipper and like and wondering right. if he's there. She would have given up by then. But uh, what I thought was great though, in the end, when he finally did get home, everyone just stops talking for like a minute. And then no one says anything, and then they just go back to their conversation, like, right. just ignoring the fact that he's even home. Like, eh, okay, who cares? Right, exactly. Because he's the worst. I love that Fiona is, like, okay with Jimmy, even though the whole Jimmy thing is, I think, absurd that it went to where it goes. But, I don't know, I just, I really, I enjoy everybody in the show. I enjoy the stories that it's set up. Sometimes it feels like tedious to get through an episode for me, but it's still a show I'm watching. 
Yeah, I think they do a good job of as as despicable as some of the things that happen. Like they always come back together, and yeah. there's lots of humor to it too. And so I, I just enjoy it. Yes. I mean, there's not much more to say about that other than I think that it's going to be a good season um, because it is doing something different even than it had done in season two. And I just, I don't know, I like how they kind of turn the relationships on their heads and their friendships and and stuff like that. Um, So there's that. Continuum. Season one, episode one, A Stitch in Time, American, a U.S. series premiere which premieres tonight when we're taping, but um, this will be out by the time it's already aired. And Canada's already seen it. <laughs> I, I was reading something, and I, 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 maybe it was someone on Twitter saying that they just didn't like it, and they like wrote it off. So I was going into it kind of thinking, okay, well, somebody didn't like it, so they're writing it off. But I, I really, I didn't take issue with it. I thought it was an interesting premise. I thought Rachel Nichols was charming and like capable like she seemed like she knew what was going on i just i think it's a really interesting show yeah i liked it i i didn't even realize that it was rachel nichols like i didn't read any of the the information i'd never i'd heard about the show i was interested in seeing the show based on you know it's a sci-fi show out of uh, canada that people that you know up there seem to like but I didn't really know like who was in it, and I wasn't really paying attention uh, as as the credits were going through and stuff like that. It took me about halfway into the show before I finally realized. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's who that is." <laughs> I, I, I watched the first two episodes, and I didn't realize it till I looked at IMTV. Because <laughs> so, uh, she didn't have blonde hair. Yeah, like, cause I, the, that dark after... hair. She looks completely different. Than you normally have seen her in in other things. That it took me a while to to figure out who that was, but yeah, no, I you know I, uh, you know I like her. I like Victor Webster, you know who me ends too. up being her her partner and you know the now back here present day. Uh, I I like the premise of it, you know, of like a group that gets sent back in time and they're trying to do something to, uh, but their original goal of where they wanted to go back in time didn't quite work out. They, they went farther back, but she got caught up in it. And, uh, I like the whole idea of she meets, you know, meets up the, uh, the guy that's basically the inventor of all these technologies later on in the future, you know, that he's just barely starting up with now. And, uh, and, and as, as a kid, you know, so I thought right. that was all, you know, I thought they had a lot of interesting things built into the, you know, the sci-fi premise, and uh, and you know, I it's I enjoyed it. I, you know, it's not, you know, the greatest thing I've ever seen, but right. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to watch the rest of the season after seeing the first couple episodes. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I really enjoyed it. It parts of it felt like it was like I'm not saying like dated, but it felt like like a '90s type sci-fi series almost. In, in some scenarios, like something we <laughs> like, would have seen in the nineties, but I, I like mean, I, I, for something, yeah, or like time tracks or mutant like mutant X. <laughs> mutant X <laughs> right. I never watched mutant X, so I didn't recognize that guy. <laughs> but, where uh, Victor Webster's originally yeah. from? That's where I originally remember him. From. Uh, I only knew that because I was on a conference call with him, and someone mentioned it. But uh, 
but yeah, I like her her suit that can seemingly do everything. She has like this excellent memory and like um. I, well, the I just... suit. Okay, spoiler alert. Wait, Kyle, did you watch the first two episodes? You did, yeah, right? Yep. Spoiler alert, her suit turns her invisible at one point, which I thought was incredible <laughs> and wildly ridiculous, but awesome. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I like the, like, it seems like that maybe Alex's um, uh, uh, stepfamily there is probably like this, like the origin of the, of this whole terrorist group, because they seem to be complaining about the government all the time. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see how that plays out. Um, I'm just really interested to see, see how this, this goes. Because it could go everywhere. And I really like, I like the idea of Alec and Kira n- not meeting. Like they're meeting over the phone, but they're not meeting. We don't, yep. you know, they're not going to really interrupt anything in the timeline by actually interacting. I just really liked, I liked the idea. But the, like you said, with the suit and stuff like that, it's a sci-fi show and it's set in the future where they get sent back in time. And so once you, as long as you buy the, you know, in the future, they've created time travel, you know, right. and a suit that makes you go invisible is pretty easy to, uh, to, to do. I, but I, I just, uh, I, I really liked the, the different characters they had in it, the way they set things up based on who people are in the future. And, you know, you see some of them in, you know, where they are, uh, today and stuff, and uh, and you're not quite sure, like about <laughs> it's like, you know, who they become or how you know, right. and and whether this interaction now will could change that, you know, in the future, you know, how will she, you know will she ever ever be able to, you know, travel home like this like the rest of this terrorist group is trying to, you know. Uh, get closer to where, <laughs> at least closer to where they were in the, in the timeline and stuff. And so, yeah, just a, a lot of uh, interesting stuff. And then, you know, there'll be, you know, the cases of the week and stuff like that as they try and track down these, uh, this terrorist group. But I like the one guy that was just like, yeah, it doesn't look like we're getting back. Uh, I, I just want to stay. I'm going to buy this house that eventually is my house. I know. I know, like, all this stuff that's going to happen in the future. I'm just going to use that information, set myself yeah. up. <laughs> and uh, you guys can go about doing whatever it is you want to do. But I just, I'm just going to, I want to stay here. So the thought, they, they talk about time travel and how, is it time travel that she's disrupting time? Or is this in her linear, like, has her life always been destined to have this path where she is back in time, but her life continues in the future when she gets back to the future. Like, is it linear like that or nonlinear like that? I should say. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they can always have fun with time travel. About how they, how yeah. They the the one thing about the show that bugged me, which is a la your banshee complainment complaint, was how quick uh, I forget what his name is, the Victor guy, was willing to accept that she was a cop with like no badge, no proof. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're wandering around like a cop. You must be a cop. <laughs> like, right? It was just way too easy for her to to get in. Like even like later on in what happens in in episode two, it's like still way too easy like for her to to just get accepted and become a cop. I mean, then they start to doubt her again before you know. But I agree, it's like, do they have anything to to check on that or? Yeah. Well, I mean, she starts out well with you know something she'd seen on TV and stuff like that with a 
you know, a real cop name and stuff like that. But still, it's like, even if you're off duty, you're still walking around. You're still traveling around with your badge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, he didn't of, even ask for a badge. Yeah. He just saw her. She's, oh, she's walking like a cop. She must be a cop. And she, says, right. exactly. she says she's a cop and that she's tracking, you know, a group. So, yeah. Like, my first thought was, this is one of them, if she knows so much. Then they leave her in the room alone with the guy to interrogate him, when they don't right. even know if she's a cop. Like, <laughs> But she knew so much about him, and then she got him to talk, but then he disappeared. I don't know. Still worth watching. Yes. Yep, still. I agree. Still worth watching. I'm going to see how it plays out, because I think it's going to be something very interesting. Uh, another premiere that's tonight, uh, Being Human, Season 3, Episode 1. It's a shame about Ray, the season premiere. Um, I didn't watch last season just because I got behind and I never got caught up. So, but I did try it. You know, I did start watching this premiere. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Josh is not a werewolf anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. There's a few things that happened in this first episode that you're just like, and that's the biggest one where you're like, okay, well, apparently uh, if you kill the person that created you, it only goes one generation of solving the, the problem. Here's what I think is going to happen. Because they're obviously they can't kill Josh to save Nora. <laughs> I think Nora's going to accidentally make Josh a werewolf again. Thus, the two of them are each other's makers. And the only way to cure that would be to die. <laughs> so they're going to live as werewolves for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I mean, I think or they're going to die and come back to life like they're Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Or, spoiler alert, never mind. I don't want to spoil too much. No, that did happen in the first episode. First episode, okay. So. <laughs> or, spoiler I alert. I watched the first episode to make sure I didn't do spoilers for episode two, so I know what happened in episode one. <laughs> spoiler alert, Sally's now corporeal and real and alive. And I like how casual they're just like, oh yeah, and Stevie and Nick are okay too. That had to have been one of my favorite scenes in the whole premiere is when he's like, did she just say Stevie Nicks is here? <laughs> and Nora's yeah. like, yeah, I don't think she said Stevie Nicks. And he's like, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure I heard what I heard, and she said Stevie Nicks is here. Like, I thought it was just really funny. What I really liked about this, the way, like, they did a whole bunch of fake-outs at the beginning of the episode. So, like, yes. you didn't know what was happening. First, like, they had Aiden in the house talking to all of them. You're like, oh, he did, he is alive. He's okay. And, like, then they had, I loved the scene with Nora talking to the psychic, where she's like, I want to contact them. And you think it's Josh, who's dead, and, like, she's, she wants to contact him. And she's like, Josh, right. Josh. And then you see, oh, he's over there. He's coming right. over. So. I am not buying a candle. Right. <laughs> I just, I mean, I thought it was, I wrote in my, like, I didn't watch last season, but from what I can tell, the Deach and Lockman stuff got really dark with the mother and, you know, Aiden left for dead and Sally and Limbo, like, it just got dark and deep into that kind of mythology. The, the premiere just felt lighthearted. I mean, yes, they were dealing with a lot of, like, dark stuff, you know, somebody being coming back to life, all that stuff, but it just felt lighter and funnier. Yeah, I think definitely. Like, last season also, everyone was off on their own. Everyone had, like, separate stories, and now they're actually, like, bringing them all back together again, which is which is nice. Like, I enjoy when they're all together. Yeah, and I, um, there was one thing I wanted to say. I forgot what it was. Oh, another thing that could make Josh um, come back to werewolfism is that that blood that she dumped the heart in the woods. Yep. Ray. It all went back to Ray. So if he's back alive, 
is he a werewolf again? Because I don't think the first episode, well, the first episode definitely ended on It ended a with all that stuff going. So I see I didn't even know that was Ray. I saw her she poured the stuff and then it went to the ground and, and found some skeleton, but I didn't know who that was. I think it was because they were going back to like the blood from the heart run back to its being. One other question that I did have is how did they get Stevie and Nick? What salve did they use for them? Because they're like, all I know is you you rub some dead guy's heart on me. Like Yeah, I didn't quite Did get... they kill someone else? Well, I didn't quite get that that uh is like well i got that based on what she was saying and what would have happened that uh they might have also come back because they went through the door but they didn't have the benefit of that they would have been back alive but they would have been looking like whatever they look like (laughs) at this point in time right yeah plus they would have if they woke up in their graves like how much time did they have to really go to the graves (laughs) dig them up (laughs) and get them out of there but that that's all that's all episode two anyway. That's not uh, this episode. Right. Wait, what? It's not? No. It, this ended with just her waking up we and 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 knowing that the other two were out there. We didn't actually see them yet. Oh right, because they talk about going out in episode two. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um But yeah, the, but now I want Sally and Aiden to live happily ever after. But it's definitely interesting though, uh, you have from the you know, the original premise to now you have one of them's not a ghost, <laughs> is yeah. alive. One of them's not a werewolf. One of them's not a werewolf, and it, but they do have another werewolf. Uh, so we're halfway to vampire. But then they also have uh, this vampire virus that's going around. Right. That like you don't know who you can feed off of anymore, and if you feed off of a human that has this virus, it's going to kill you. But yet, if you don't feed, you know. You, you won't really be able to do anything. Right. So they did, they, they, they changed a lot of stuff up and all in the first episode, you know? Yes. <laughs> they drop a whole bunch of stuff on the first episode and you're like, okay, where's this season going? I, and that's the thing. Maybe, I mean, they, they opened it up and it should be a huge season with the amount of stuff they opened up. Um, I'm really, it, it was enough to make me be like, okay, I will revisit this. I like Josh and Nora. I like that Josh and Nora are like, Solid, even though Nora's a werewolf, like she's okay with it now. She accepts it. She jokes about it. I just like it. Yep, I'm really enjoying the season. So that's prime time. Running together. Um, yeah. So then, reality is just two shows we want to talk about. Top Chef Seattle. I just wanted to say that I kind of hate everybody on the show. I don't think anybody stands out, and there's no one I'm rooting for, but I am rooting for CJ to come back. (sighs) I'm yawning. To come back from Last Chance Kitchen because I really like him. Yeah, as much as I hate bringing on old people, like, I'm rooting for him. I want Stefan to go. Oh, I can't stand Stefan. Is Rosie or Josie still there? Uh, she might be. I I, oh, really, I I don't even know who's left. Like, it's one of those where I'm watching because I watch, but it's not anything that I like. And plus, it, it's it's uh, Restaurant Wars, like, half that last week, half this week. I don't know why they think Restaurant Wars is so great. Like, to me, it's not, like, top restaurateur. It's top chef. So, right. uh, especially, like, whoever gets stuck in the front of the house, they shouldn't even be up for elimination because they didn't even cook but 
Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, that's Top Chef. But Kyle <laughs> wanted to talk about Joe Schmo, which I have not watched. I don't think I ever watched it. Yeah, well, you know what it's about, right? So yes. I think it's like years ago, uh, 10 years ago maybe, they had the first couple seasons. And basically they pick one one person who's like the only real person competing on this reality show. Everyone else are actors. And this one person doesn't know that everyone else is actors. Yet they've had some pretty famous people on in the past. They had Kristen Wiig in the, in the first season. Same with the... Um, John Huertes uh, from Castle was he played the player in the first season. Hmm. So they they basically pick all these stereotypes and have someone there. So this this season it's uh, everyone's competing to become a bounty hunter, and so they had um, Lorenzo Lamas playing himself as one of the contestants, but the guy didn't even know who Lorenzo Lamas was. But basically, Lorenzo Lamas spent the whole time trying to sell his European comfort pouch, which was basically a Speedo with his initials on it or something. And so... Like, so basically, like, he's like, this guy's such a jerk. He's just trying to sell his product. He's not even really here to compete. And so, like, they end up eliminating Lorenzo in the first episode. But, I mean, it's, I, like, the show hasn't lost a beat since its first couple seasons. Like, I think it's just as funny as ever. It's the same great show that I remembered from 10 years ago. Like, uh, but the problem is they, they do put some of these recognizable faces. Like, one of the actors is, um... He was the guy from he he's in uh he was in Super Troopers and he was he was in um that Notes from the Underbelly. I don't know if you remember that show that was on. He was like the I do you remember that show? What He was like the best friend. Underbelly. But uh but like and the guy started to recognize me like, Did I see you recently? You look familiar. And it's like I don't know why they risk it with some of these like especially like Super Troopers this guy has probably seen before and like I, I'm surprised they risk it and like but then they also have like one of the other contestants is a deaf woman and so this woman's not really deaf, but she's trying to play deaf, so like someone opens our a champagne bottle and the cork pops and she jumps and covers her ears. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh no. But uh, like, unfortunately he didn't notice. But I mean, they do stuff like just to torment this guy. Like they originally like, they had a task where um, like they strapped a fake bomb to him and basically you had to have your partner communicate with you and tell you how to disarm the bomb. So of course they put the deaf girl as the person who's trying to communicate with him right. and tell what to do and so i mean i think it's just hilarious and fun but i wonder how much like does the person really figure it out by the end or not but we'll uh we'll see uh, i'm really enjoying the the first two episodes they aired and i can't wait to see uh the rest of the season excellent so that is reality um well, TV? One, uh, what, one quick uh reality thing are you guys gonna watch king of the nerds no. i am i already <laughs> I, I I think it looks in. I watched I watched all of Beauty and the Geek, so I will. Be, <laughs> yeah, I did too. I did too. I will be watching it. I already said it. Um. So yeah, I'm interested in checking that out. I don't know. <laughs> I do like Booger. I do like him, but I don't know if I can watch it. Um. Yeah. So that's that show. Anyway, TV on DVD picks for Tuesday, January twenty second. I've got nothing. Same as me. I think I'm the only one with a pick. Uh, so <laughs> what I picked was Spy Series 1. Um, it's a UK show. It's basically somewhat like a cross between, I'd say, Chuck and Archer. It's like okay. 
this divorced dad whose son doesn't respect him at all. Like he works for a computer, like a computer store. And so he decides to quit his job and try to get a job in the civil service, but accidentally becomes a recruit for the, for MI5. So while this is a really cool job now, he can't really tell his son what's going on. So he's got to pretend that he's like this regular civil service worker, but we get to see him go on like spy missions as well as you get all the office politics humor like that you get with, um, with Archer, and so you get like the bumbling spy from Chuck, and the uh, and the uh, and those office comedy from Archer, and so I, I really enjoyed it. It's on Hulu, but it, it comes out on DVD. The, I, the first two seasons might be on Hulu, but uh, the first season is out on DVD uh, next Tuesday. Nice, nice. I went to Archer live on Friday, and it was hilarious. Hilarious. Just caught up in season three on Blu-ray. I hadn't seen it before. I was just God, watching that. That show is genius. It's genius! Anyway, the people involved are genius, too, and John Benjamin is maybe one of my favorite people I've ever met. But yeah, so that is our show. Our music today was provided by IODA PromoNet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title, put out by Yellow Dog Records. But I could get that Okay, so I just wanted to say, you might have to rearrange this, because I said that so that I didn't forget it. So, that's our show for today. The highly edited and version will, the highly will, edited version is what you'll be listening show. to. Um, <laughs> and we're talking, so who's on next week? It's me and Ray? Uh, no, not next week. No, nope, not next week. In two weeks. In not- two weeks. It's, oh my god. <laughs> Next week we have joining us. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> it, it won't be me. I'll be in Florida. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I've I've been on vacation for the last week, and so I've sort of not been. Uh, I haven't gotten back with people yet to make sure that who's gonna who's gonna be on next week. But uh, we should have another episode next week. So. <laughs> You and if you're still that. listening after this one, <laughs> you can, you can run that contest and pick a person that can do it yeah. on Tuesday or Wednesday. yes. Yeah. So speaking of contests, we're going to have a contest, a TVTimes3.com contest to have a guest participant. Yes. Do you want to be that guest participant, people? All you need to do. Just call the voicemail line on our website, tvtimes3.com. Spell it all out. Yeah, two ways to do it. Either go to the website and click on the leave a message uh, tab on the side, on the right-hand side of the screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, leave uh, you know, your name, where you're from, why you'd want to be on the show, how long you've listened to the, the podcast. and uh, Or you can just record an MP3 and... Uh, of the you know the same stuff and email it to feedback at tvtimes three dot com and then we'll choose uh, three of uh, either the first three that come in or somehow we'll choose three people to uh, be guest hosts with uh, it'll be I haven't asked Kyle yet but Kyle will be <laughs> on next month it'll be me, it'll be it'll be myself Kyle and a guest myself Amory and a guest and ray myself and a guest so you'll you'll be on with two two people that are on all the time uh, and if 
if there's a specific person you really want to talk to, you, you want to leave your voicemail, I would really like to talk to, insert Amory Rare Kyle. There you go. We'll take that into consideration as well. Yeah, so there's a wide variety of ways you can get on the show. Yeah, so either way, you're going to be talking to me. So, <laughs> so I'm going to be on all of them. So, uh, so yeah, so if you uh, send in a voicemail and uh, we'll uh, – oh, and uh, – I almost forgot. And your email address in, in that <laughs> so that I know how to contact you uh, to get you uh, to schedule you on the show. Yes. Uh, that, uh, that you know, that one little detail. But, you know, if you're still listening to this now and you want to <laughs> <laughs> be on the show. Oh, my God. Maybe we should put this at the beginning. <laughs> um, no, our true, so, our true fans, Amory, are the ones that are still listening to the show right now. We're going to take bets offline about who the first three are calling. Either and... that or the people that have fallen asleep listening, <laughs> are still listening to this or the people that are listening to it and they're not near the off button. Yeah. Yes. So I've already eaten dinner, but it's now 8.15 and I'd like to watch TV. So I'm going to go. <laughs> All right. And with Thank that, you. I'm going to go because I'm going to go get something to eat because it's only Thank you, Kyle, for joining us as always. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And on that note, have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So this, will, this will go out in a month by the time Jason <laughs> finishes editing. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm hanging up now. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> we sit glued to the TV set all night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. I've now hit the record button. And I will stop talking about people. And uh, uh, Kyle. And I'll start talking about people. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we have it. Um. Oh, yeah, you're right. We never did. <laughs> we never did. That's too funny. We could do that now, and I can cut it out and put it back in the beginning. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah, from... I, 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 just, I put that at the bottom of my notes saying yeah. we'll the just, intro. We'll just do that at the end, and then I'll cut it out at the end and put it back <laughs> in the right. beginning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kyle, you were saying... Again, you, it's been a while since we've done one of these. I'm Amory from MyTakeOnTV.com. I'm Jason the TV Holic from TVholic.com. She was saying today we've got with us. <laughs> and today we have joining us. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't want... Starting over. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. Um... I, have to, I have to tell you what your own line is. <laughs> it's like the worst. This is like the worst episode ever. Like, <laughs> That's your title for, for the episode. It's only been like four weeks since we recorded one and completely forget how to do it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true.